Welcome, welcome back. It's Jan Goldstein. We're here gathered at All That Matters, and I'm so excited to have you here for another week. And for the last two months, really, we since I launched this podcast, we've been exploring uh, ways to reframe the world that we're living in and opportunities to replenish our own ability um, to see the world and to see the important things that matter to us in a world that can be very challenging. It's a time of resilience and it's a time to nurture our own resilience. So I'm awfully thrilled you're here. And um, and thank you for the notes I've been receiving at Jan at jangoldstein.com. Really appreciate you reaching out. Any insights, any comments, anything you want to share with me, uh, I certainly look forward to it. And um, and check out my website at jangoldstein.com. Uh, you can both leave messages for me there. You can check the podcast out and the books that uh, really inspired these podcasts. Um, and I'll have more to say about those in the coming weeks. But one of the things that I've been thinking about this um, this week is is the way we mark a day. And there's no more, um, I think, inner artistry about a day than how we take in the sunrises and sunsets of that day. And the, and these are the markings. This is these are the ways we mark a day. Um, the sunrise brings with it a promise of a new day of possibility. And even in the midst of struggle, a challenging year we've had this year, um, the promise uh, is is important to recognize. And so there's beauty in that. And and sunsets. In the sunset, we take in what what happened that day. Did we learn something new? Uh, was there some special interchange that we had? Or was it just a tough time to get through that day and now we want to celebrate that we did, we made it, and here we are. Uh, but sunsets have always held a special place for me. You know, novelist Paolo Coelho says, don't forget, beautiful sunsets need cloudy skies. And I think about that um, because often you can see in the in the clouds that are in the sky, the, the colors reflected. There's something particularly beautiful about that. But uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson also said, every sunset brings the promise of a new dawn. And so in the sunset of one day comes the promise of a new day. So I'm particularly drawn to them. And for my money, I, I guess a good sunset is the cheapest shot of wonder out there. I mean, think about it. Bursts of incandescent energy that can curl your toes, warm your soul, and prove cost-effective all at the same time. Now, I think the iciest hearts on the planet can be thawed by this heavenly burnished flame. Countries sitting down for peace talks ought to begin with a joint viewing of rose-dipped hues and golden halos merging into growing flowers of light, don't you think? And for romance, this daily dose of celestial seduction is just what the love doc ordered. I remember, you're going to laugh, I think, as a teenager, I got the notion 
that girls like being kissed at sunset. I don't know where that came from. My teenage girlfriends were part of my research. I was sure no one else was onto this. And this part of my repertoire would single me out for glory. I couldn't miss. The way I figured it, a sunset occurs when heaven and earth kiss. It was God's way of telling us to do the same. I imagined every girl I kissed in this revolutionary manner would quite naturally spread the revelation. I was soon disappointed, though. My reputation failed to grow exponentially. More recently, well, certainly in the last 22 years, meeting the incredible woman who is now my wife, I quickly caught what Bonnie was about when I asked the age-worn question, so what do you do on that first date? And her answer, I chase sunsets. I was a goner. I mean, I'm not sure if that was the exact moment I fell in love, but it certainly came very quickly after. I mean, cut to our honeymoon in one of my favorite settings in the world, Ireland. Ah, the Emerald Isle. One day we were traveling from the city of Galway, thrilling to the western coasts of the beautiful and mist-shrouded country toward the much-heralded Ring of Kerry. Late in the afternoon, we discovered that a boat up ahead would could ferry us across the tributary, save some four hours of driving time, and I made for that last launch, a mere 10 minutes and 18 kilometers away. With luck and no livestock crossing, we would just make it. Passing through an eyesore of a town called La Hinch, I caught sight of a pittance of a rocky beach. For a moment, I thought of the home waiting for us back in California, 10 minutes from Santa Monica and Malibu's smooth stretches of sand and ocean. Now, those were beaches. All of a sudden, Bonnie called out, Stop! Was she crazy? Had I heard right? Stop! We needed every precious second to make the ferry or we'd end up staying in this godforsaken village. Stop! She couldn't possibly be serious. She could, and she was. Dutifully, I pulled over with an oceanic sigh that could drown a country full of honeymooners. What was so important that we were going to miss the last boat for it? Bonnie pointed to the sky and smiled back at me with a glow. I'll never forget. It was a sunset, and not just any sunset. This clearly was a masterpiece. Getting out, we started over the rocks along the shoreline, and arm in arm, we drank deep of a heavenly show of amber and golden hues, rose finger clouds painting the broad canvas of sky. Friends, it was a moment of incandescence, and had my bride not been a chaser of sunsets, someone who was open to nature's wonders, I would have missed it completely. The bridge would wait another day. The ring of Kerry wasn't going anywhere. Bonnie and I inhaled the magnificent sunset like ambrosia. At its apex, sitting in silence, she turned to give me a kiss that glowed from the inside out. 
Nothing I'd done as a teenager or as an adult had ever felt that full or complete. Sunsets and sunrises, for that matter, are gifts served up in plentiful procession. It's one of life's ways of taking a simple pause and marking the day, and I want to encourage you, no matter what you do this week, to take a moment and to catch a sunset, whether it's just pausing at a window or pulling over if you're driving somewhere or stepping out onto a front lawn or onto your porch or if you're in an apartment, checking it out. If we're too busy and caught in the whirlwind of our own manufacturing, we miss the magic. What is required in order to drink the heady miracle of morning or evening light is a consciousness, it seems to me, of how we use the time allotted to us each day. We must be willing to open up room in our everyday schedules for something that really pays dividends. This requires a simple and purposeful cessation of activity. We have to be willing to pause for a moment, probably many moments if we think about it, willing to open up our spirits to the gifts of the universe because these are indeed the gifts that help make life that good. When we stop to open ourselves to the beauty of a sunset, we create an awareness of our own incandescence. We, too, burn with a shimmering flame. I want you to look for that flame and how much it behooves us to see it in others as well. As nature does, so, so must we mark time with a pause. If for no other reason than it all goes by too darn fast. To sunsets, and as Emerson says, to the promise of a new dawn. I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is all that matters.